tremendous looking trophy. Hello, and welcome to Platinum Explosion, number one PlayStation podcast in the Oceanias. My name's Don Blight, and joining me, as always, Asher Hobley. Don't excited to be here on a very big news week for PlayStation. Let's jump in straight into it. What's in the trophy cabinet? Boo, 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 boo. Three things. I can't even bother doing the trophy cabinet because that's the only, only th- I only have three stories oh. this week, everyone. Wait, what? Three. No, four. Four. Sorry, I got four stories. Um, not a very big week, to be honest. Um, if I'm saying this and then later there's like a state of play inserted into the show, it's because we're recording this before the state of play happened and, um, and then I've added in later. So, but I won't cut this out for the memes, for, for, for the lols, as the kids say. Uh, but yeah, n- not much happened. Uh, the biggest thing, which we'll jump into in a second, which is there was a bunch of like sort of indie announcements for PlayStation. Um, otherwise, not much in the world of PlayStation, but that's fine. We had a big week last week. I was looking back on the, the last week's episode. It was like decent length. And um, I, when I like went, opened the show notes to delete all the old notes, I was like, fuck, there's like 10 news stories. Oh, fuck. Um, but there you go. So let's jump straight into it. Eurogamer says, here's everything revealed as part of Sony PlayStation's indie spotlight event. They're right. Sony's been having a bit of an indie shindig over at the PlayStation blog, ushering in seven announcements and reveals that might just leave PS4 and PS5 owners slightly acquitted what who 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 did who do, no i'm not gonna say it uh, uh adam robson used much loved open world exploration game a short hike in which small bird goes on a brief but thoughtful thoughtfully delightful mountain climbing adventures coming to play such a console sometimes autumn and that's the first thing so guess what i think i own this game in two places and i've never played it so i guess i'll just wait to play it on I think I'll I'll wait to play on PlayStation now. So that's good. I mean, it was one of those games that came out and everyone was like, this is really good, this is really good. I was like, yeah, I should totally play it. And like bought it on Steam. It was like, you know, like $15, whatever. I never played it. And it was like came out on Switch or whatever. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, all about it. It's only like three hours apparently. Let's get into it. Didn't happen. Uh, but yeah, it's a game that has a really cute art style. It's like it's pixel, pixely, you know, art style or whatever. And you play as Bird. I don't really know what you do. You're on an adventure. You're trying to, yeah, you're hiking or whatever up a mountain. It's a, it's yeah. a short hike. I mean, that's the, assume it's just a short hike. It's a short hike. That's the, the that's the thing. So, uh, yeah, I'm keen for this. Have you seen this before? And you keen for this or? No, I've not. But yeah, it's an interesting art style. I mean, if it's three hours, you know, with a platinum, maybe with a platinum. I mean, yeah. I presume it, does, it has steam. It has steam. Achievement playing some stuff, volleyball. So. I know the, uh, the, character, the character art was around a lot that year. People kept it was one of those. I think the design of the bird's head. I saw a lot of like fan art for a while there on Twitter. I know. I feel like sometimes my Twitter is very different to your Twitter because I'm like I saw a lot of short hike from people I follow or people talking about short hike. But you're like I've never had seen this guy. <laughs> so, like, was who am I following? <laughs> All these fucking people talking about weird indie games. I guess. Um, yeah, I'm keen. Good. No, it's a good one to come to PlayStation. Play there. Play there with the games are the best, you know what I'm saying? Uh, then we've got Oxen Free 2 Lost Signals, the sequel to developer Night School Studios' deliciously eerie 2016 narrative adventure, is confirmed to be coming to PlayStation consoles. It's set to feature entirely new cast of characters, players control Riley Poverly, as she investigates strange electromagnetic signals in her hometown of Kamina while retaining. Retaining? What? Uh, while retaining his night school puts it the weird heartfelt and personalized experience of the original 
Um, so yeah, we, this is just a confirmation that Oxenfree 2 will indeed be launching alongside PS5, PS4, as long as uh, everything else they'd already announced, of course, but which is good because, I mean, I was going to play it on PC, I guess, because that's where I thought it was going. But now if it's going to come out same day on PlayStation, that's where I'd lean towards playing it. You never played the first Oxenfree, did you? No, no. Too spooky? No, I didn't. Or you think it's too spooky? You, no, I, I you would assume it's too it. Okay, good. Would you, do you want to play Oxenfree 2? Uh, maybe. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I was waiting for you to be like, nah, it looks, it looks too scary. I'm like, it's just a fucking, like, just because it has supernatural elements does not suddenly mean that it's a horror game, Ash. You know? Yeah. It's not. It has some, has some soupies. It has some super, 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 supernatural things. It's fine. Uh, yeah, King. Very good. Then we got Axiom Verge 2. The sequel to developer Thomas Hap's acclaimed retro-style Metroidvania-like is coming to PlayStation 4 and PS5, which we already knew. What we didn't know, however, is that the game won't just feature one explorable world, it'll feature two. As Harp explains it, there's the overworld and a second interconnected breach world in an alternate dimension laid beneath it. Players will be able to move between both layers throughout their adventure, significantly expanding Axiom Verge's two non-linear exploration opportunities um i never played the first axiom verge did you did you have a double it was on playstation no. plus it was fucking cheap i don't know i feel like i, I think so I, think yeah. I've got it. I feel like i own it but i probably owned it as well never got around to playing it yeah of course it's, it's like a metroid fan here and who wants to do who wants to play a game we backtrack all the time right it's fucking ridiculous yeah that's true um but yeah it's, it's one of those like sort of well-loved metroidvania type ones uh one of the biggest ones i guess other than you know, of the last few years outside of, I don't know, maybe it probably is the biggest, biggest one of the last few years. But Shovel Knight came out before this, I guess, so. Yeah, this is after mm. Shovel Knight and whatever else. And some of these other ones that people count as Metroidvanias, I'm like, it's not really a Metroidvania. So, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't count Dead Cells as a roguelike, so. That doesn't, that's not a Metroidvania. So. Um, yeah, I'm, I probably won't play this. I just don't feel like I'd ever the time or, like, Ability to push this over some other things I'd rather be playing, but um, I would if I had time. Um, okay. Uh, here's a good one. This one I'm excited about, or excited to possibly, hopefully, have time to play it again, or at least for people who haven't played it to experience it, because it was a game I very much liked that came out last year. Uh, your game continues. Here's another good old, unfinally making its way to PlayStation later this year. Phobia Game Studios acclaimed reverse horror experience carry on here players are cast as an amphimorphous creature of unknown origin and set loose throughout the shadowy claustrophobic corridors of a labyrinthine industrial complex unsurprisingly much gruesome carnage and shoes carry on has its flaws uh blah 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 no according to you it does motherfucker um yeah, this is a game really like. So they call it a reverse horror game because you're playing as it's. So it's kind of a Metroidvania to a degree, like not to the degree the level of Axiom Verge because mostly you're moving forward. But there's there's a degree of like, oh, I need to get into this room or whatever because sort of get an ability or a key or, or something to kind of continue on. There's like six areas I think in the main game or whatever. Uh, but yeah, it's a reverse horror game because you play as the creature that breaks out of a facility. Uh, compared to where you'd usually play as like the army soldier or you know the scientist who decides to pick up arms and battle against the the evil that's escaped you you are playing as a monster in this game and the way it controls is quite fun you 
you, you fling yourself across uh, walls and this sort of stuff as this little blob and you can um the soundtrack's really good and the sound design's really fun and whatever else like it's not actually a scary game it obviously has a horror vibe but you're playing as the monster so it's not really um scary it's supposed to be scary for the other people but that's the fun part like you can you can like reach down and like pull up you can reach down and grab like a a scientist or whatever and fucking like rip them apart or whatever and everyone else in the room will start losing their shit and freaking out and you can just like sort of watch them from a air duct or something in the wall and they'll all be losing their shit and whatever else and you can sit there for a minute and then like oh they're like sort of calm now and then you burst out and fucking kill them all love it good shit <laughs> good time yeah so you gave it a 9 out of 10 last year so yeah I really really enjoyed it it's a lot of fun it's, I I think maybe I had too much fun with it, the just terrorizing the <laughs> the scientists and stuff i i think it like it tickled a certain part of my of my brain being able to just tear these people apart because you you can like later in the game as carry on like it gets bigger the mass as you like feed and stuff like that so you start as like a small alien creature and as you progress through the game you're like eating more or whatever you turn into this giant monster and you get like different abilities as well um that help you solve puzzles but also like for combat and whatever else uh and yeah you can you, there's times where especially if you so some enemies have guns like soldiers and you have to be careful for those because they can kill you or whatever but sometimes you're walking into a room there's like 10 15 scientists in there who just have nothing to do and you just like fucking fly across this room and just be like blah, 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 fucking pull limbs off them and throw them around there's blood goes everywhere good shit totally sounding like a serial killer right now but good shit really enjoyed it um and also ExposureNetwork.com. There is guide for all the collectibles. So if you want to get the platinum, because I presume it's probably just going to be the same achievements, because I got all the achievements on PC. Um, I think it's the one game I've got 100% of the achievements in. Uh, you got to find all the collectibles. So you could just take my guide and use it for the PS5 version. There you go, everyone. And it should be an easy platinum. I believe it should have a platinum. I would be highly surprised if it doesn't. And if it does, it should be an easy one. And I'll take you, I think it took me like six hours to beat or, but while getting all the collectibles. It'll probably take you less if you're just following a, a guide. I guess that's with me looking for them, you know, like not having a guide. So it's not a super long game, but it's fun. I really, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Is this up your alley or are you like, nah, fucking still, even though it's not a horror game, it feels like a horror game. So fuck this shit. No, you know, this was something that I definitely wanted to get around to playing. So it's cool that it's coming to PlayStation or to be stuck on xbox forever but you know yeah. devolver always put in playstation last devolver Fucking so 12 months i guess i can wait 12 months before i can play death door and i'm still wait we're still waiting for um katana zero and that was before carry on carrying that's true katana zero still hasn't come out on playstation so rip uh Soul Cresta was the next game. Uh, Platinum Games sequel to classic vertical strolling arcade shooters Moon Cresta and Terra Cresta. Also got another airing as part of Sony's indie showcase with chief game designer Hidaki Kamiya taking some time to explain the origins of the project in a new blog post. Soul Cresta director Tananoki Sato, Sato has also detailed two of the game's core systems known as Dock and Split and Formations over on Platinum's website. Yeah, so this is a this is a it's a throwback. It's a it's not a proper bullet hell game, I guess, but it, you know it's, it's the moving forward shooty shooty bang bang bullet hellish stuff. 
I can get I, I, I get into these games sometimes. There was one that actually came out on PS3, and I was like, I got into it to the point I got, ended up getting the platinum in it. And I had fun in that. It just to- I think it totally depends on a weird mix of my brain, like if it's sort of what I want to be playing at the time. And I also feel like music and sound effects are a big part of it because it's like so repetitive at times. And if these games have like a good soundtrack, you can be like, oh yeah, I can, I can spend some time on this thing. Uh, then we got Witchwood, Witchwood from Capsize Studio. Alien Trap Games were making its way to PlayStation consoles this autumn, which will, which would described as bewitching crafting adventure puts players in the role of an old witch caught up in a dark past. You can't remember making the ensuing adventure takes her all across a mysterious land inspired by classic fables with exploration and hunting for spell ingredients. It's be the core experience. Um, we've seen this pop up at a few things at this point. Um, I've never, I've done too much research into it myself. It does have like that sort of, um, what the fuck is that game called? The Wood Hunting... Oh, fuck. Don't Starve. It has, like, that Don't Starve vibe, I guess, to the art design and general what you're doing in the game, I guess, to a degree, because it is, like, a survival-ish thing or survivor crafting thing, but it seems to have more story than that game, so, I don't know. I'm intrigued. I'm not, like, super, like, I can't wait to play it, but, yeah. Uh, did you... How did you feel about this one? Yeah, cool art style. Um, looks, yeah, definitely get, yeah, like you said, uh, don't starve kind of vibes. Yeah, looks interesting. Definitely, it could be like a weird <laughs> dark comedy, looks like potentially. So, cool. looks good. And then last but not least, um, Hades. Developer Super Night Giant, Super Giant Games. Critically acclaimed dungeon crawling roguelike, uh, which was previously announced comes to PlayStation 4 and PS5 this Friday, August yes. 13th. Supergiant didn't have much in the way of revelations to share, but it did discuss origin of some of, some of Hades' celebrated systems and new blog posts. And when I say celebrated, I mean it because Eurogamer loved it. And guess what? ExplosionNetwork.com, we also loved it. We talked about it again. Uh, I think uh, everybody loved it. So yeah, I mean, everyone so. loved it, yes. <laughs> One game a year. Oh, I think you'll find every single award. Which <laughs> in, in the world, yeah. Um, so, yeah, now, I mean, are you picking this up on Friday? What are you doing? Are you or not? Yeah, I don't I don't think I'll have time to watch it. <laughs> uh, play it, but, you know, it'll be downloaded. Yeah. Purchased. You purchase it? You Maybe actually, I can stick around you're in. Gonna grab that, you're going to try and grab a physical? Or what, what are you doing? You're just going to go digital? <sighs> I think I'll just get digital, I think. Okay. Mm. Too risky to go in the store somewhere. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I go to a store and I see the cool physical version there, I might yeah. pick one up. But I need, I want to have a copy digitally so I don't have to like put the disc in there. Yeah, that's I can fair. just jump in whenever I want. Yeah, that's right. So. If it had like a really cool collector's edition, I would have been like all over it. But it's just, what does, what it's does just that, an it's art just, book. It's just, mm-hmm. and it's one of those like small, like, 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 what? No, it's not like a cool art book. I'm sure they'll put like, Surely Supergiant at some point would do like an Art of Supergiant book. Not have to. At this point. You assume so. Like four or five games in. Mm. All it of them sell. beautiful. I'd buy it. Yeah, Supergiant. <laughs> Put out an art book. Put out a book. <laughs> <laughs> Put an art book on your website. And buy it. 
Um, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to play it Friday. I don't know if I'll have time Friday or if I did have time, if that's the best use of my time. But um, <laughs> I'm, bu- I'm getting it and I want to play it again. And I'm definitely going to attempt to platinum it and see how I go. Like if I can make that a, a journey. But, but it's like a, it's a, it's a no rush one. Yeah. Maybe it's not a thing I should be trying to like devote 80 hours to a hundred hours in the next week or so. And then just have literally done. And but pl- potentially play or watch nothing now. else. Yeah. You reckon? It could like, be easy to do now. What? Just because, you know, you've had pr- enough practice. Yeah. Well, I'm wondering having not played, I was like thinking the other day, I'm like, cause I was looking at the, um, calendar and I saw it was coming up this week last week and I was like oh that's right Hades comes out next week I completely forgot and then I was thinking about it I'm like I haven't played it for a while will I be suddenly bad but then I was thinking there is like a vibe you get in for that game but it's also not like mechanically it's that deep that I don't feel like I could just pick it up and play it you know what I mean like it's not it is just sh- like shooting slashing dodging like I know there's like I feel like the hard mm. part is getting an understanding of just knowing what creatures do what or what their attack patterns stuff, are yeah. and like what boons you want to take. Go and together. Yeah, that sort of thing. Like, And all that is just, that would come back pretty quickly. The core gameplay mechanic and stuff, I don't feel like that's like super, like, you know, like I feel like if I drop a Souls game, I can't come back for like months. But mm. I mean, we've seen people get through on the first round. So, I mean, it's possible. That's true. That's true. And I'll definitely be trying when I boot up for the first time to, to do that. And I definitely won't do it. But I will no, be trying. I'll definitely die like. But I'll try. <laughs> Probably get those bloody chariots. That's what it'll be. I got to. Those tiny chariots. I didn't, I didn't make it to the snake lot. The, the, that's when I rebooted up on Switch, I guess, or whatever it was. I got, I got at least to the second world. And then I died at like, I think the first. Like the very first area of the lava. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think, and I was yeah, like, lava's pretty rough. I was like, I'll take that actually. <laughs> I'll take that as a success. Cause you've like, got no health. And yeah, yeah. Oh no, you had full health. So this time you won't. Yeah. yeah I, t- I took a, I got really lucky though. I got some good early, like just stuff for that first run, which is stuff, a big part yeah. of it, obviously. Yep. It's the only way you can really make that work, I think. All uh, right. So that's all the indie games. That was a good, good PlayStation. I, I like, I don't mind when I wake up and they're like, oh, we're doing this thing today. We're just going to announce a bunch of stuff. And I'm also like, how much more effort is, is it to, to make this into like a state of play, <laughs> state of play or something? Like, Cause some of these things like carrying and like short hike and some of these sorts of games, they're big enough announcements to some people. Like I'm not saying they're big enough for hundreds of thousands, but how much does it take to do a mini state of play? Is it worth it? I don't know. Probably not. They're not being paid by developers, I guess. But you know what I mean. Like I just feel like the PlayStation blog. I'm like, I want a little bit more of, a little bit more love over here than a <laughs> than a blog post. I don't know. Uh, all right, PlayStation. Uh, press start. That's what I meant. Press start. Writes Ghost of Tsushima Legends is getting a standalone release and a bunch of new content. Sucker Punch has announced that Ghost of Tsushima Legends, the multiplayer component of Ghost of Tsushima, will get a standalone release. The standalone version of the game will launch on September 3rd and set you back 27 Australian dollars, roughly, because we don't have the official thing, but that's trans mm. from 20 US. Uh, the team has also announced the game is getting a new mode called Rivals on September 3rd that will bring new trophies as cosmetics. In Rivals, two teams of two will compete to defeat waves of enemies. Defeating foes will earn you mag. Magatama, Magatama, which will, which you can use to harm the other team, with the goal being to complete the wave before the other team can. 
Um, so this is Tetris 99, but in Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> or like any puzzle game. Yeah. Any competitive puzzle game. Yeah, any game. competitive like puzzle game. Yeah. That's true. That's a good point. Like it's puzzle any, fighter or yeah. but it's Mario. With, yeah, Ghost of Tsushima. So that's all I could think about when that's I cool. saw that. I was like, that's literally, yeah, it's, it's a puzzle game thing. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, alongside the director's cut version of the game, an update is also being released for Legends that includes rebalancing of survival mode to shorten the session length, a new weekly survival nightmare challenge variant, and additional cosmetics. Sucker Punch has also said that it is committed to releasing a new piece of content before uh, content from September 10th until October 1st, including a new Rivals map, new survival maps based on Iki Island, and a new trial. Um, of course, Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut comes out August 20th, so this will be a week and a half, two weeks, whatever it is after that. That's when you're getting your uh, some Legends content and the standalone, standalone release and stuff. Uh, are you keen to jump back in? Because I'm, I'm keen to give this Rivals mode a go, I reckon. Sounds like it could be Yeah, fun. I mean, if you're going to give this Rivals mode again, then I can yeah. jump back in. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm going to... I want direct... I want to... I assume it, it will launch with... Um, director's cut yeah it'll be part of that i think it's just going to let you i guess i guess so, it's handy to be able to have it only this installed if you want to play it and maybe not the entire thing i guess since it's now mm. its own it's its own game maybe you can just choose to install it i don't know or you can just buy it separately if that's all you want to play i don't know um but yeah, that'd I mean, be weird if you couldn't download it if you have the game full game digitally I, know. I was just thinking maybe yeah. if, they, if they're going to count it as a separate thing, you know, like you got to install Call of Duty, you know, you can choose to install like multiplayer, yeah, zombies, six single parts. player. Like, maybe on PS5 you'll be able to, but yeah. PS4 and just maybe on PS4. Yeah. But that'd be handy. That'd be good if you could do yeah. that. Uh, but yeah, I'll have it installed anyway because we're going to, um, you know, we're, well, we're going to be playing Inky Island, of course. So it's like, I'm going to have, yeah. we're going to have that shit installed. So definitely. Yeah. Dive back in. Yeah, I don't know how many people will will buy it standalone. That seems like an odd. Yeah, I don't know. I don't Again, know what the audience. Like, yeah. I guess. Yeah, maybe if you do want to own it digitally and you only want to play that section, but then why not? I guess wait for a sale. Or- <laughs> I just don't feel like there's an audience of people who are like, you know what? I never cared for Ghost of Tsushima single player. But now that I've heard there's a multiplayer component, that's where I want to spend my money. I feel like the people playing Ghost of Tsushima multiplayer are the people who've played the core game like i don't feel mm-hmm. like you know there's people play call of duty multiplayer but don't play single player but i don't feel like that's a ghost ghost problem no thing. that doesn't say yeah no i don't think that's a thing uh press start also writes sony aims to ship at least 12 million more ps5s before march 2022 sony has said in its latest cool. physical report that it has secured enough semiconductors <laughs> <laughs> to produce its monster, no, uh, its intended amount of PS5 consoles, which equals up to about another 12 million PS5 consoles in its current physical year, which ends March 31st. As transcribed by VGC, CFO Hiroki Takoki said, quote, for PS5, the target has been set for the number of units to be sold this year, and we have secured the number of chips that is necessary to achieve this. Regarding the supply of semiconductors, we are not concerned. (laughs) Why am I fucking... I know I find that so funny. Regarding the supply of semiconductors, we are not concerned. Maybe it's the way I'm saying it. 
Maybe it didn't sound that cool when you said it. I hope it did. I'm having too much fun with this. <laughs> um, what am I talking about? Oh, right. This is obviously great news, as it's no <laughs> secret that thousands of Australians were still waiting to get their hands on PS5, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, I fucking... I don't believe this. Do you believe this? Do you reckon the... Do you reckon the semiconductors are not an issue? <laughs> I don't know. I just have. What to do you know them. about semiconductors, Ash? I know nothing about <laughs> semiconductors. But you know, I assume they're like half of the conductor. I'll tell you what. Next yeah. time someone comes into work, hey, do you have any PS fives? We don't. But I'll tell you what. Semiconductors, not an issue anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, any day now. <laughs> any day. Those semiconductors, problem solved. Nothing you have to worry about anymore, anyone. Right. Problem. Yeah. They're in. They're coming in there. Do you need to keep those updates for Big W and Target? Nah, it's fine. The semiconductors are no longer an issue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like the, I, uh, yeah, I don't believe it. They're just going to pump them out now. They've got all those semiconductors. Yeah, maybe. Conducting it's, it's the a semis. There's a lot of semiconductors doing the semiconducting. I mean, they could have just... Instead of using a semiconductor, they could have used a full, use conductor. a full conductor. Yeah, yeah. Save or split split a full conductor in half. Or maybe it's the thing. Maybe the semiconductors because they cut full. Maybe they were using full conductors and then they've cut them in half, so they have uh, they're they, conducting they, they too double, much. They 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 doubled the amount of conductors they had because they were using full pipe and they've gone half pipe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean. It seems like all these semi-orchestras are going to be missing out on all these semiconductors. That's the only problem. This is a bad segment. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> VR for the players. Let's talk about some VR. So, Kotaku, report. New PSVR 2 details leaked from Sony Developer Conference. A video posted today by popular VR YouTube channel PSVR Without Parole purports to have new information about Sony's next-generation virtual reality hardware for PlayStation 5. PSVR without parole claims to have sourced fresh information from a private conference Sony held on Tuesday for prospective PSVR 2 developers, the occurrence of which was independently corroborated by Upload VR. According to PSVR without parole, Sony's next VR platform is codenamed NGVR for next-generation VR. It will likely be called the PSVR 2. <laughs> As upload Thank God. <laughs> Thank God code names are never They're actually fucking, used. Yeah, exactly. As upload VR reported May, PSVR 2's display will have a legend resolution of 2000 by 2040 per eye, which is a solid little bump above the world's current most popular headset, the Oculus Quest 2. In addition, PSVR without parole suggests the screen will utilize OLED display technology and support high dynamic range, potentially giving it a lot more vibrancy, deeper blacks, greater brightness, and the Quest most uh, sorry then the quest 2's more typical non-hdr lcd display the new kit will supposedly feature 110 degree field of view up 10 degrees from sony's original psvr and around 20 better than the slightly scuba mask feeling of the oculus quest 2 this wide fov will be accomplished in part via freshnal lenses which come with pros and cons that quest users are already well acquainted with uh, perhaps the biggest news back in May was that PSVR 2 will feature eye tracking capability, which will make possible a much desired performance improving technique called Fovated Rendering. 
Today's video suggests that PSVR 2 will feature another new technology called flexible scaling resolution, which concentrates the rendering, rendering resources on the player's area of focus to further reduce the on the PS5 hardware. It's not immediately clear how FSR will differ from foveated rendering. Um, stop on that one for a sec, because I actually do think that's like a legit, like that would actually f solve a lot of, like the tech sounds ridiculous. Like, so, I mean, when you think about it, like if you, you think, if you like randomly stare at a spot right now and you think about what you can see in your like peripheral vision, you know, like in front of you, you know, like all that sort of stuff, like obviously your brain sort of, you know, like it, the stuff beside you is blurred out, you know, it's not really drawn in as much, but when you're playing something in VR, it obviously renders everything around you at full. So I guess to a degree, if it can track where your eyes are and then it can render only what you need to see and give that higher detail and reduce stress on the PS5, that's good. And similarly, it does sound similar to the technology they're already using in games. Like when Insomniac talked about how they were doing the loading with the SSD on the PS5 for something like Ratchet and Clank, when they're like, it's only loading what's in front of you. And because the SSD can load so fast, it literally loads stuff beside and behind you as you swing around. But it's only ever showing you sort of what's in front of you and stuff's just loading that fast that you don't even know. So it sounds similar in that they can give you more detail, less stress, and just, I guess, you know, the power of the PS5 and whatnot. So um, as for stuff you can touch and feel, PSVR without a pro corroborates Uploaded VR's information from May that PSVR 2 will have some sort of haptic feedback by the, uh, in the headset and help reduce motion sickness, apparently via a rotary motor. Back in March, a Sony blog revealed PSVR 2's new controller design and noted that the new units will have sensors to track your thumb, index, and middle fingers so you can give a big old fuck you to whoever you want. Today's <laughs> video describes these as cap capacitive touch centers that have a analog quality to them and uh, that will let them sense the positions of your fingers even when your fingertips hover above them. PSVR 2 will be able to use this data to make guesses about pinky and ring finger positions. Um, this is similar to Oculus does where it just kind of assumes roughly to a degree, I guess, where the rest of your hand is. Uh, finally, some of the mo most interesting tidbits dropped in the vid concern software the claim is that sony is looking to move away from so-called vr experiences you know like you're pretending you're batman for 90 minutes or swimming with whales for 10 in favor of a greater focus on console quality triple a games Further, it said that sony thinks the best way to accomplish that is to create hybrid games that support both conventional displays and virtual reality, sort of like what Capcom did with Resident Evil 7. Apparently their intent is to let the player download just the version they want to play, standard or VR, saving on download size. According to PSVR Without Parole, the event passed without any explicit mention of PS2, PSVR 2 being backward compatible with PSVR 1 games, which seems mildly concerning. A lack of backward compatibility with all the VR purchases would be a big misstep. Bada, bada, bada. The vid wraps by noting there's no official release date or price for PSVR 2, but that launch details will come in early 2022. Um, well, what do you take of that last part? 
bigger AAA things, but they're also just games that have been made for both. I mean, the more games available on PSVR, the better. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you need straight out of the block games that are purely for PSVR 2 rather than, you know, any games at all and the games need to run better on PSVR 2. Like, every game that is available on PSVR is going to be much more enjoyable to play on PSVR 2, you would assume. Assuming they're updated to use all all the hardware. Or at least the controllers, which will be the massive difference. So, I mean, if the, if PSVR two is able to play older games that like Oculus and all these other PC devs are putting out, I guess you don't really have to worry about content because then you'll just be getting the stuff everyone else is getting. But I would also feel like if the focus is on dual quality games, I'm like, what's Sony selling? Like, what's the exclusive? What's the exclusive reason to get this over an Oculus? You know, because I feel like it, mm. that has to be the game, or at least games, a, a couple. You know, this is why you need a PSVR over an Oculus, or at least a PSVR and an Oculus, or, or what have you. But if they're just like, look, it can play the other stuff, the people are going to be like, well, I already have an Oculus Quest 2 or a Steam VR or what, whatever. So I don't really know why I need a PSVR. What are you offering me? And by the sounds of that, there's not currently a, an offer there. That's why we need that Astrobot Rescue Mission 2, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> That's the sort of stuff that they need to be pushing. So, yeah, I'm not not sh- too sure how I feel about that one, to, to be honest. But And another good thing is, I guess, like this leak report corroborates a lot of stuff, the rumors we'd heard back from early in the year, pretty much note for note, like, yes, that's the thing, yes, that's the thing, yes, that's the thing. So... It seems like basically everything we're hearing about PSVR 2 is true. I mean, that's what it is. Sounds good. And by sounds of it, it sounds good. I still think it sounds good. So, Early 2022 for information. I'm still going to say that means late 2022 release. Surely. If that's the... If they're talking to devs now, like a devs, like a bunch of devs, yeah, I still think that means it. I still, I'm still going to say it, late 2022. That's what I'm going with. Surely, yeah, at the earliest. All right, that'll do it for this week's episode of Platinum Explosion. Let us know any comments, questions, or concerns you've had about this week's episode. Tweet at us or join Discord. ExplosionNetwork.com slash Twitter takes you to our Twitters. ExplosionNetwork.com slash Discord takes you to our Discord channel. And if you like this episode, thought it was worth a dollar, you can head on over to explosionnetwork.com slash support to drop a dollar or set up a recurring payment of a dollar and or more. That would be greatly appreciated. And until next week, remember, every trophy counts.